Hello and welcome back to another edition of Friends of the Vine Wine Podcast. So this weekend I was given the opportunity to attend the Vancouver International Wine Festival and had a great time. And I just wanted to do a quick little recap of some of the wines I tasted and some of the events that were going on. I want to thank my mother-in-law who actually gave me the tickets to go, which I don't really ever talk about her influence in my wine journey. I always talk about my father-in-law, Daryl, but Janine as well has always been instrumental in getting me into where I am now, where my passion is now for wine. She's always been instrumental as well. So she actually provided me with the tickets to go and uh, brought a friend of mine, Steve. And we actually later on will have kind of a snippets of our drive into the show or into the wine festival. And Steve and I talk a lot of things and uh, of course wine being one of them and uh, kind of our conversation about what we're going to expect from the uh, from the festival. So uh, California was the featured uh, region for this uh, for this year's wine festival and uh, got a chance to taste quite a few different wines. I kind of picked wines that you wouldn't have access to, you know, traditionally, you know, perhaps they might be at a specialty wine store, but um, they wouldn't necessarily be at the at the normal uh, liquor stores. So there's a few smaller ones that we picked um, that were available. Uh, one of them in particular was the Michael David Winery, which is from Lodi, California. And uh, David Phillips himself was there, the winemaker, or one of the two winemakers. Uh, I had a great uh, chat with him, and actually I'm going to try and get him on a future podcast as well. He was actually someone that was recommended to me by Abe from the Scolium uh, Wine Project, uh, who was, as you guys know, was featured in one of my previous episodes. He actually, I sent him a, a list of a couple of the wineries that were coming, uh, especially the Lodi, California ones, that uh, that's his region. So he mentioned um, for me to seek out uh, the Michael David Winery. And uh, there's another one, Clinker Brink. Uh, they had some great wines as well. Uh, their Zinfandel was absolutely delicious. Uh, unfortunately, it was $70, $65 a bottle. So um, it was absolutely delicious, though, and I would love to go down to... Uh, We've talked about doing a road trip down to California, so I'd love to go down there and, and, and check out some of their stuff. But their uh, Zinfandel was great. I bought one of the one of the wines from the Michael David Winery. It is a Petite Verdot Petit Syrah mix um, or blend. And uh, so it's called Petit Petit. Uh, that, is, uh, that was very, very good as well. And then we... Uh, checked out a few Italian wines uh, that were there. There were six, so there were 16 countries other than the California region that was um, there. So there were 16 other countries represented. And uh, I talk, I've talked a few times before about my friend Marco, who's an Italian wine scholar. He's one of my colleagues at work. And so there was a few Italian wineries that he recommended. So I checked out a couple, a couple of his suggestions. And then there was a couple Australian ones that I checked out. Uh, as well, which had some great, uh, some great Shiraz as well. They had some lovely ones. So uh, one of the surprises uh, that 
from this weekend or, or from from California, there was a small winery called Outlot, and one of my friends actually, Ruan, was uh, pouring there. What a great little winery and great! There, I bought their Cabernet Sauvignon. It was uh, just delicious. Uh, their Chardonnay, actually, they had a Chardonnay as well. It was really nice, but their 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 Cabernet was was uh, really nice. Um, not very heavy, not very not too oaky. It wasn't too much of a you know that slap in the face kind of uh, oakiness that sometimes you get with the bigger cabs. Uh, it was it was quite nice. So I bought one of those. Um, and another fun, just a fun thing, there was um, a winery from Romania that was there uh, called the Legendary Dracula. Which was kind of cool, and so of course we just we had to go taste, uh, just just cause. So uh, I just wanted to do a quick little recap. Uh, I didn't get to any of the seminars or any of the any of the presentations, um, but there's another. So there's two basic wine festivals that happen in Vancouver. Uh, the, this one that we just attended, the Vancouver International Wine Festival, and then there's one called Top Drop, and that's in May, and. Uh, I've got some contacts. I'm trying to arrange more of the industry uh, events and some of the more of the presentations and dinners and, and events going on. Uh, so I'm going to try and get in. And I've, and I've got some contacts. I'm actually going to try and set up uh, my podcast there and chat with a few more of the wineries and, and winemakers and stuff and try and get a little more into that uh, into that week. Uh, but this was great. Uh, this was the matinee show on the Saturday. So it was good. Uh, lots of people there, you know, looking to uh, looking to, to sample the wines. Um, a little bit of, which is unfortunate, a little bit of, of the, the audience was there just there to have some drinks. And uh, it's unfortunate in a sense because you have a lot of these. So you had a lot of the wineries were... The, the actual winemakers and or people from the winery would, would come up. A lot of these ones from California, they all came up to attend the show. A lot of the other wineries, of course, they, you know, they had the, the import reps or, or, you know, somebody to pour for them. But uh, a lot of these ones, they, they, they were the, the winemaker themselves or people from the winery there. And it's unfortunate that sometimes some of these, um, some of these wine tastings just become a, you know, a booze up, shall we say. Um, and they don't, you know they're not they're not really caring they're not um, taking it seriously but I I do know though for a fact that there was quite a few people that that were there that were uh, you know there to to learn and and to enjoy some great wines and uh, as I was it's funny one little one little story as I was trying to chat with uh, David Phillips and try and get some some rapport with him to potentially get him down on the on the on the podcast down the road. Uh, one lady came up and uh, was just, you know, flabbergasted that she got to meet him. And, and she had talked about going to his winery down in California and um, how she has some of his stuff, you know, some of his wine stored. And, you know, he was like a rock star for a lot of people uh, to be able to actually chat with and meet in person. And people talked about going to his winery and how special it was. So you, you, there were those moments as well. So that, that was great. So thank you for listening. Uh, as always, and ju- just going to fire a little snippet of my my drive-in with Steve. Um, the you know our usual banter and our usual uh, Steve I've known 25 years, so um, we you know we veer off course a little bit here and there, but just some of our conversation for a drive-in. 
to uh, to head to the festival that was uh, on Saturday. Let's get right into that. Get a little driving recording going. Driving banter. Driving banter. I don't know if that's going to stay or not. We haven't uh, talked a lot about wine. I think it usually ends up scenario uh, music. Yeah, scenario music. That's our. So what's the mashup that you're working on? It is. It's just me playing my acoustic guitar into, into my phone. It's not okay. Like a special recording or anything like that. But let's see. So yeah, I could be doing this tonight. Should I be showing up with my monitor? Uh, not very loud. Oh. Featured one is California wines. Oh, okay. Right. So there's all the different countries. There's like 16 countries or something. I brought the little. I brought this. Um. So there's like so the so 16 countries, but the featured one is California wines. So every year they kind of pick. Like one year featured was Australia. Right. So a lot of the stuff, like especially some of the stuff that's um, like any of the. Uh, dinners or any of the presentations or any of the extra things, not just tastings, right? Because, like, you'll actually have the, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, uh, a whole bunch of, um, so you're, a lot of the things, like, there'll be, like, like there'll be, like, sessions and stuff where, where you'll be able to go, like, like these, these kind of things, like, yeah, feature, feature things, but you'll go, it'll be a dinner, there'll be a tasting or whatever, but then there'll be, like, it'll be stuff around the, Training convention center won't necessarily be won't necessarily be there, but it might be at some other restaurants, or whatever. Right. Also, the festival is more than one day. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole week for especially for people who are in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be things going on. Come and network and yeah. yeah, like there's different wine seminars. Like there's different rooms. Some of us offsite, some of us onsite. Mm-hmm. And like different, there's different presenters and stuff, right? And so right. as you, opposed you're to you're open to hit. Uh, we're hitting the tasting. We're hitting the tasting, tasting, right? Tasting is very important. Like, yeah, very important. The thing I know most about wine is, <laughs> it is, is the tasting. It's so, like, all these all these are winery dinners, and people are presenting or are speaking. Like, there's different lunches and stuff. And then, yeah. So then there's there's wine seminars, that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, talking about California wine, talking about just about Zinfandel. Um, what's our what's our main grape coming out of California? I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll there's, few, what, there's kind of most of them Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, and then on the whites there's Chardonnay. Yeah. So because I mean, Cap Sav's probably my favorite. Right? That's why I called you. That's why you called me. I know. But uh, was your I know like I know art must art must be an influence for you for because he likes his Shiraz and stuff, right? And, yeah, I mean his. <laughs> He's really into the French wines now. That's yeah. his thing. He, and he loves yeah. his, uh, his Cote de Rhone. That's yeah. really where he... Yeah. 
That's his home. Uh, that's his home base. And then he what was that hitch? The in the hitch? It's right here. Yeah, it's right here. Gotta keep yeah. yourself right, yeah, right here. Right here. In the center. Yeah. That's all right. So his center is uh, is Coach Yeah. And then he'll stray from there. But well, your parents your parents don't mind wine. My parents don't mind. My mom's will drink a bit of white. Uh, yeah. They're not a they're not huge wine drinkers. I wouldn't say either. But, but um, you know. If it's there and it's yeah. for somebody to share a bottle with, that, then I'm I'm happy to, to partake. That's for sure. And I and I'm more of a red guy, I think, than a than a white. Although yeah. I, I like a nice you know white wine. With, with I just don't know where, like, cause like when, cause I mean you and I have known each other a long time, mm-hmm. but we've always been like beer guys. But well, I don't. Yeah, I don't my my I just, beer knowledge is far superior to my wine. Yeah, sure. but I, I just I don't know where. I don't know where you started getting into reds and getting into wine. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I have to say it's probably my uh, my brother-in-law, Chris. Is the, oh yeah, because he. Um, I mean, back in our young days, yeah, we would just we would drink we would drink white Russians and black black Russians with yeah. our Greeks, and then all of a sudden, Chris started hanging out with uh, more sophisticated people and uh, <laughs> doctors and dentists and such. That's fine. And they drink. And they drank wine, and then he started just getting right into the wine. And I remember the day he told me, he goes, I think I'm just going to start getting right into wine. And, and then that was interesting. He said that, and then he just took off. And so then... And again, I wonder if Art was an influence for him. Well, Art was always a beer drinker, too. Okay. And then after some medical issues and things like that, he... Um, he switched. He had to switch to wine. Yeah. Beer would uh, not sit well with him after, Yeah. Uh, you know... One or two, that was it. And so he liked wine because it was just yeah, better yeah. For, for his body and stuff, right, in terms of how he felt. And so huh. so then, yeah, he's never really turned back from, from the wine. And he's a he's a red guy through and through. That's what he likes. And Chris, too, for the Although, you know, we don't mind a, a nice bottle of Prosecco on that, too. That's a uh, yeah. Kelly will drink Prosecco. She loves Prosecco on a nice one, you know. Yeah. I interviewed a guy this morning. His name is Jack Chapman, and he does wine investments. He's in, he's in London, and he does wine investments. Oh, okay. So basically like a stockbroker for wine, right? So people who are interested in the... Collecting slash... Collecting slash... Investment. Yeah. Uh, so mostly a lot of Bordeaux and a lot of Burgundy. Right. And things that you know are going to hold value or... Hold value, or yeah. Increase in value. Like yeah. Like, getting on a stocker. Yeah. It, it literally reminds me of like... And so they, they're basically advisors to assist people in purchasing the right stuff that they know will will get some revenue for them. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, we were talking about champagne and Prosecco and the rise of Prosecco. And, like, champagne still holds its value, and champagne still is, like, probably the number one mm-hmm. people for sparkling. But Prosecco is all of a sudden, like, exploded, you know? Yeah, you know? like, I, you know, five years ago, I'd never heard of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Chris brings his bottle in, and I said, well, you got, yeah. you got some champagne there, you got some sparkling wine, and he's... He goes, what's Prosecco? And I'm like, what's yeah. Prosecco? And yeah. he tells me, oh, it's Italian champagne, essentially, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Like, give it a try. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, there'll, there'll be some there. To, like, Italy's one of the ones. So we're going to hit, we're going to hit California. Yeah. Uh, I have one of my friends, um, Ruan, is, is pouring one of the California wines. There's about three different California wines I want to hit. And there's a few Italian wines I, I want to hit. Um, so I want us to hit stuff that we won't be able to necessarily buy. I'm not going to hit, um, like, 
the the DC stuff where we can just get in the liquor store. Yeah, yeah. I want to hit stuff that we won't be able to you won't be able to find and yeah, stuff. Yeah, taste anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a, a really small winery in California, and the winemaker himself is is going to be there, and I want to hit that one as well. Okay. Um, there's a few. He has a few different ones I want to hit. So, but there's like other ones like like Jaylor and and and. Uh, Ravenswood and a lot of the ones from California, like the ones that we get in the liquor store well, here. The, the, yeah, the, the big names. That you yeah, see and you know all of our friends drink and. But, but we'll like they. I can taste those anytime. We can taste those anytime. We want to get the stuff that we can't taste. Yeah, yeah. The so. Rarities, the B sides. Not really B sides. They're just rarities. Just, just rarities. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll call them B sides because that's a little derogatory. They could be. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Sometimes the B sides the better song. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So. Speaking of which. Yes. The yesterday trailer. I send. I yeah, think I you guys. Yeah, looks yeah. interesting, eh? That looks like interesting. They've never really done. Uh, like I can't think of anything else kind of like that where that like, like a, the concept. A what if something never happened? What if? Yeah. What if? Like, one, there's been some sci-fi movies that are kind of. It's kind of like. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a bit sci-fi musical. Sci-fi musical, like what if? Uh, yeah. What if Hitler never existed, or what if? Uh, you know, like you said, what if? What if? Um, Beatles never existed, or whatever. Yeah. You give power never, or wasn't. Yeah. yeah. What if there was never any Snoop Dogg? No one ever knew who Snoop Dogg was. That's right. There was never. You know, that would be. Nobody would know what this one is. I mean. No diggity. No diggity. That's that's Black Street. Yeah. Black Street. Yeah. I like the way you work it. No diggity. That was like. Oh, you should pull out some genuine next time as well. That would be the other one you can pull out. Warren G. Oh, Warren G. Notorious B.I.G. You know, the 90s gave us the best and the worst of music at the same time. So the, uh, I can say about every decade, though, really, the 80s. Yeah. There's a lot of crap. I think we're going to leave it there for now. Thanks for listening. For more wine conversation and podcast updates, you can follow us on Instagram, at Ian's Wine Truths. Check out our website for great photos of our guests, friendsofthevine.podbean.com. Take care. Have a glass for me.